Here in Vegas, there's only one way to make sure you don't lose any money. The moment you step off the plane, you walk right into the propellers. <laughs> See you in a few minutes, folks. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the ShuttlePod podcast. Today is Monday, July 2nd, 2018. I'm your host, Kaylee Yacovino, and today I am joined by Brian Drew. Hello, everybody. Matt Wright. Hey, guys. And Jared Whitley. Hailing frequencies open, Captain. And uh, this is ShuttlePod episode number 54. Just making our way up to 75, right, Jared? Yep. Yep, before, we'll be there before you know it. And uh, today we wanted to talk a bit about convention season, and specifically the official Star Trek Las Vegas convention that happens every year uh, at the Rio Hotel uh, in Las Vegas. And uh, it, it, we are now in, in prime convention season. We have um, San Diego Comic-Con in a couple of weeks, and just a couple of weeks after that, the big Las Vegas convention. Uh, and the Vegas Con is a real special thing for Trekkies because it's only Star Trek. Um, it's a lot of fun. It's uh, five days now, um, and there are hundreds of guests. And uh, so it's a pretty big deal uh, for Star Trek fans to go to, and it's a ton of fun. And, and today, if I can, can I interject? It's please. I think it's a, a lot of fun for us, particularly as the staff of Trek Movie, because this is the only time of the year we all get to see each other. Yes. Good point. Absolutely. Yeah, so we're recording this from, like, all different parts of the United States. And before we even had, when Jared was out in, in Dubai, we've been an international crew at times. That's true. We were. So this, we're going to dive in a little bit and talk about what's going on this year at Las Vegas. But one of the biggest problems for Trekkies to attend the convention is that it costs a lot of money, right? Everything in Las Vegas is expensive. And then when you're adding the con on top of it, you got to buy tickets. You know, you obviously have to buy your hotel room. You're going to be spending uh, money at the convention. You're going to be buying photo ops or or, or buying merchandise or, and all of these things. So you know, how can you justify spending this huge amount of cash um, to go, you know, have fun with your friends in Vegas for <clears throat> for a few days? And so today we have a very special guest uh, who we will be talking to about how to budget uh, for the Star Trek Las Vegas convention and uh, how to really make the most out of your dollar when it comes to STLV. And that will be Christine Rideout, who's a member of the TrekMovie.com staff. Um, she's one of those uh, behind-the-scenes people. She runs our, our social media. And uh, it's kind of like we used, we used to joke that Matt was like this, you know, never-seen person behind the scenes, and now he's a regular uh, host on the podcast. So this will be Christine's debut on the shuttle pod. Her maiden voyage, so to speak. Welcome, Christine. Welcome. Thank you. So, you guys, let's talk a bit first about, you know, what's going on this year's convention. So, it, there are a couple of, of big events happening, and one of them, of course, is a big anniversary. Yep. Mm-hmm. DS9 starting 25. That's right. We'll be celebrating Deep Space Nine's 25th anniversary. And so, there's a lot of sort of events um, around panels centered around that. Um, let's see, we have Armin Shimmerman, Renee Abergenois, Nana Visitor, um, Terry Farrell, Sirach Lofton, Colmini, Michael Dorn, Nicole DeBoer, uh, Chase Masters, and the list goes on and on. And so a bunch of the DS9 uh, crew will be there. And also on hand will be DS9 uh, writer-producers Stephen Bear and Ronald D. Moore. Um, Those guys sound terrific. No, that's just terrific news. 
Yeah, and and also I think I'm really excited to, that like Ira will be there because he's been heading up this Deep Space Nine documentary. Oh, sure. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even think yeah. about that. And we know that they're going to have an update for us. Yes. At STLV. Do we have so any idea what it's going to be? Not exactly, no. We just know that they have an update for us. So that'll be super exciting. Yeah, but it's not going to be released at the con or anything like that. No, they're not, they're, ready. They're not, they're not quite, ready for that kind of a yeah, thing. They're not quite that ready now. Yeah. yeah, we were hoping. I know last year when we, when we did our review of this convention, we were hoping that like you know, twenty fifth anniversary, the convention was would have you know this year's convention. We might and and they were kind it, of but, they were kind of hoping that too a year ago. And of course, yeah, that's a whole year. But, look, you know, changes. Yeah, I it. think I think that documentary kind of got caught up in in its size. Sure, I think they ended up end, with a lot of money and they expanded their ambition for it. So I think they're. They're still trying to catch up to all that. Well, it'd be cool to see what they have for us. I, I'm hoping they have a clip or something to show us. They should. They, they I would did hope last so. year too. Yeah, they're they're getting close. It seems like so. I think I think they're getting somewhere. So, other than the DS9 stuff that's going on, obviously Star Trek Discovery is in full swing, and uh, many of the people from Star Trek Discovery will be there um, having panels and all of that and doing photo ops and those sorts of things. Um, so, a bunch of people have already been announced. Uh, Discovery stars attending this year include Jason Isaacs, Mary Chifo, Wilson Cruz, James Frain, Ken Mitchell, Emily Coots, Rain Wilson, uh, Jane Brooke, Sarah Middick, uh, Oyen Oladejo, and Sam Bartholomeos. Um, a couple of those people were there last year as well. But now that mm. Discovery Season 1 is out there, we know these people now. So it'll be, it'll yeah. be different. It's going to be different for sure. Yeah. Yep. And the biggie, I think, is Jason Isaacs because, of course, he's like popular in a bunch of fandoms. Yeah. And so yep. he's going to be a huge draw for people. Have his tickets gone on sale yet? Because I need to buy one. But oh, he... sure. Oh, yeah. They're out there. Oh, you mean for like photo ops? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. I mean, I have a Slytherin costume that I want to get a picture with him in. And I'm going to get oh, like, nice. two little flashlights that look like wands. And I'm going to try to do a little Levada cadaver with him. Cool. I mean, cool. that's I mean, a lot of fun. But also because I love Star Trek. Oh yeah. No, I mean, I mean, let's be real. That's why he's fam- one of the reasons why he's famous. Because, yeah. I mean, Harry yeah. Potter, and also there's a ton of crossover. Lots of Harry Potter fans are Trekkies and vice versa. So there's yeah, nothing of course. Wrong with that. Yeah. 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 No, he's him being there is a big deal. Yeah, it's a big deal for sure. Yep. And I think Jeff Russo, who composed the music for Discovery, he'll be there. Yeah. And obviously Jonathan Frakes, who directed an episode and is directing two more this season, mm-hmm. will be there in his usual TNG capacity, and I'm sure he'll speak about Discovery as well. Yeah, he's a chatty guy. He was asked about Discovery in the Orville last year and chatted a little bit, so I bet you'll, he'll get asked yeah. and chat again a little bit yeah, anyway. Yeah, so Jonathan's not afraid to speak about stuff. <laughs> yeah, he got... <laughs> yeah, he got uh, whether whether CBS is, wants him which to is, or not. Which is cool, though. I'm actually glad he does. Let's, yeah, oh, absolutely. I completely agree. Yeah, it's Somebody's kind of fun. Tell us what's going on, right? It's kind of fun because he's like, I don't care. I'm gonna, t- <laughs> I'm just gonna talk about what I'm doing. He just, he just can't contain himself. He's like, oh, this is so cool. I'm gonna tell you something. Like, we're, we might be going to a certain mirror universe. Oh, I was about to say that. Oops. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was what, a big. What in the world year. could that mean? Did I speak out of turn? So yeah, so there'll be stuff there, and, and maybe if we if there was any announcements in San Diego relating to discovery maybe we'll learn a bit more 
Yeah, I th- in Vegas. I think that's maybe? definite. So. Well, I don't know if they'll break any extra news in Vegas. No, no. But maybe we'll get a, something else. Yeah. I don't know. And I imagine just like with Comic Con had that exhibit last year, and then it traveled to Vegas. I yes. bet you that's going to happen again this year. Yeah. Yeah. Good call, Matt. So we'll get to see. Yeah, the yeah. Last the year, they, yeah, in in San Diego, they had all the Klingon props and a lot of the Starfleet uniforms, and then they, they just moved all of that to Vegas. Mm-hmm. Right, and and this year they announced that, that at Comic Con it'll be all the Mirror Universe stuff, which was really right. cool looking. Right. So, I imagine we'll get to see it up close also at Vegas if the pattern holds true. Seems yeah. like a smart idea. It's a smart thing to do. Yeah, and as um, uh, we we were talking about uh earlier before we started recording there's currently 111 celebrities booked uh Mm -hmm. for stlv but the Mm -hmm. 100th guest is like a big question mark it's like some kind Mm -hmm. of secret and so we're we're trying to guess who it could be i mean either the case is right they're they're negotiated with multiple people and they don't know who it's going to be yet or what else could it be you know it could be someone from from discovery you know, like your Sonequa Martin-Greens or whatever, who might be more prominent. Uh, now, Patrick Stewart also is not on the list, so it might be him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's Patrick. Yeah, my money's on, on Patrick, too. And, um, of course, you know, there's these rumors flying around about Patrick Stewart signing a deal to do an Old Man Picard series, as we like to call it. <laughs> <laughs> well, some kind of series with, you know, reprising his role as Picard that we call Old Man Picard. He's just going to wander around... The, the, the Picard family plantation picking grapes. Yeah. <laughs> and, that, yeah. and that thing is 2019 is exactly 25 years since All Good Things. Um, oh, yes. See, I'm telling that's you. That's a good point. I'm telling you, that's what he's going to be doing. That's all you're going to do. It's going to be six hours of Jean-Luc Picard picking grapes. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably still watch it. Yeah, it would, it would be <laughs> worth it. So, yeah, I, my money's on Patrick. And we, we, we yeah, maybe they'll announce something in San Diego. Right. Yeah. Series, and then and then all of a sudden, magically, this is they'll be like, oh, by the way, guess who's number one hundred? One hundredth guest. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So. Oh. So, Synergy. We'll know soon enough. Synergy. Yeah. <laughs> Women don't ever badmouth synergy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, you know, jumping a bit ahead here, but Brian, you mentioned earlier, Jeff Russo um is going to be at at the convention as well as. Uh, Michael Giacchino, I believe, will be there. Yeah, yes. and that's yes, a cool. That's a cool thing. I think that's a first for both of those book guys. Yeah, right? and Giacchino, so. I believe, is actually doing some sort of a concert, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. yes. Yeah. So Saturday, there's a special live concert um, with yes. the Nevada Pops, and uh, I believe both of them, Jeff Russo and Michael Giacchino, will will be mm-hmm. guest conductors for them. Yep. Mm-hmm. So and Giacchino, yep. of course, wrote the um, the Star Trek. The J.J. vs. Star Trek theme. And right. uh, Jeff Russo wrote the theme for Star Trek Discovery. So mm-hmm. that, that, that'll, be, that'll be pretty cool to see. And, it, you know, to see them actually being able to, n- not just to hear the music live, but to hear it directed, conducted by right. those people who wrote the scores. Right, and it, that's a separate ticketed event, I believe. Yes. So unless if you're, you're not part, top right, level. Unless you're, yeah, unless you're like a copper gold or a captain's chair person. You have to buy it as a separate ticket. I think it's fifty bucks. So yeah. this is a good segue, I think, because now we're starting to talk about how much stuff is going to cost and what all these different packages are and all this stuff. Um, 
it sounds like it's already getting pretty pricey, right? We got photo ops, we got extra events and all this stuff. So I think now is the time to introduce our very special guest, Christine Rideout, who's going to be telling us how you can budget for the Star Trek Las Vegas convention. So welcome to the shuttle pod, Christine. Hey, guys. Hello. Hey. So, Christine, you are like the Star Trek Las Vegas expert, right? Is that fair to say? <laughs> um. Well, I go every year. I don't know how much of an expert I am, but I am pretty cheap. <laughs> <laughs> you're like a you're like a Ferengi. You're like yeah, a TLV yeah. Ferengi. Actually, um, a lot of people at STLV actually refer to me as Moogie. Oh, Most people that's, know me that's as Starfleet Mom, but there are. <laughs> Some people close to me that actually call me Moogie, and I do answer to that. (laughs) (laughs) I love me some Umox at the con. (laughs) Uh, The the receiving or the giving? Uh, Good question, James. Thank you. Thank you. Ask me at the con. There we go. (laughs) Whatever happens in Vegas, you know that whole thing. Exactly. Yep. So, all right, maybe you can kind of break this down for us first of all like what are all the expenses we're gonna have to be thinking about okay so um depending on where you're coming from you're either going to drive or you're going to fly or i don't know take a bus or an uber i don't know if you're flying that's going to be a pretty big expense and then you're going to need somewhere to stay so that's probably your biggest expense is finding somewhere to stay either at the rio where the convention is or at a nearby hotel on a friend's couch, um, at a um, timeshare, something like that. But you're going to need somewhere to stay, and that's probably going to be your biggest expense. You're going to need a ticket to the convention, and you have several options there. Once you get there, you're going to have to feed your face at some point. And, mm. um, and that's depending, not cheap in Vegas. No, and depending on whether or not you like to imbibe in alcohol, alcohol alcoholic drinks in Las Vegas are also not cheap. Um some people gamble, so that's um, if that's something you're into, you should set aside some budget for that. Um, but that's probably just, a great way to pay for the trip, right? I mean, probably not. I mean, gamble, there's a reason right? why those casinos are so big, right? <laughs> I don't, I don't think the odds are ever in your favor. But you know, some people like it and some people win, so whatever. Um, so stuff like that. Yeah, you're going to have to eat. You're going to have to get there. You're going to have to have a place to lay your head and change your clothes. And you're going to need a ticket to get in. Those are those are the basics and those are the mm-hmm. biggest things. Once you're at the convention, um, there's the exhibit hall where you're going to walk around and see lots of shiny things that you may want to take home with you. There are um, celebrities who you may want to... Uh, get autographs or photo ops with so those are other additional expenses and depending on what ticket package you get you may want to add on some um, activities entertainment things so yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of um, different categories of expense that we could talk about I think the first thing to talk about is probably where to stay yeah yeah there's a lot Mm -hmm. a lot of thought that goes into that right right so the convention is at the Rio. The Rio Convention Center is actually pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. I think it serves um, the convention well. Everything is in, you know, one dedicated area. They've got a big enough ballroom. They have plenty of rooms for um, nighttime parties and the exhibitors. And the, they usually have an, some sort of exhibit gallery, um, photo ops. Everything is there, easy to get to. 
um, you can stay at the Rio, which is convenient mm-hmm. because uh, especially if you're cosplaying, you want to have a room to, you know, have all your costumes and change and whatever. Um, if you've got any kind of special needs or um, things like that, where you need to go back to your room and rest during the day, that's another um, consideration. Yeah, or I yeah. think if you just, I mean, it doesn't matter if you're special needs, you're going to need a rest. Right. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, if eventually. you, uh, I'll tell you, this is a convention where every night there's something going on, whether it's an offsite party or just hanging out at the masquerade bar or whether it's an organized event or the karaoke or the symphony, whatever it is, there's stuff going on from 10 o'clock in the morning until whatever, it's 5 a.m. <laughs> If yeah. you if you choose if you really to want to go for it, yeah, right. You can. So yeah. if you're going to participate in things like that, it's to me it's worth it to just um, roll myself into the elevator at night and and be there already. Um, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So um, if you want to stay at the Rio, which I do, uh, I suggest that you uh, reserve your room early. And last year, the convention wasn't that crowded. Um, It was a year after the 50th. It was totally sold out for the 50th and all the rooms were sold out. But even if you, even though now I'm pretty sure you could still get a room, I still suggest booking really early because you have up until 72 hours before your reservation to cancel at no charge. So you may as well hold the room, even if you think maybe you might not make it or maybe you'll change your mind and stay somewhere else. Because Creation Mm -hmm. provides a discount code on their website where you will get a discounted rate and most importantly, all these hotels in Las Vegas now charge these exorbitant resort fees, which cover things like the fitness center and the pool, which you may or may or may not use, and also Wi-Fi. Um, back before they started charging those fees, I used to pay for Wi-Fi, and it could cost if you want the good Wi-Fi, yeah. fifteen bucks a day. Mm-hmm. Wow, per yeah. so, device, fast. Yeah, so we all complain about the resort fee, but I don't know about you guys. I need my Wi-Fi. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, Especially as people trying to report on this stuff, we need our money. Yeah, we have to have. Yeah. It. Uh, well, yeah. of course, we need it because we're there reporting. But mm, whatever, it may be another consideration for you if that's important to you or not, as just a general attendee. But yeah. um, with the Creations discount code, you also get a discount on your resort fee. I think this year it's gone up to twenty-five dollars a day. But um, if you don't have that discount code, I think it's thirty-five. So, so what are we looking at if I, you know, if I come in, when does it start on a Wednesday? If I come in Tuesday night and I stay through Sunday night, leaving Monday morning, like how, what are you talking about in terms of how much it's going to cost? I think that on the, I don't have this up in front of me, but I think on the weekdays, the rooms were like $70 and on the weekend it was 110 or 120. Like, yeah, it's actually pretty affordably priced with that discount code. On top of that though, you are going to have the resort fee and taxes. Right. Okay. So, but again, you don't have to drive anywhere, you know, to pay for transportation to and from the hotel. You have Mm -hmm. a room to store. If you go to the exhibit hall and you buy something, you can put it up in your room. You don't have to carry it around all day. Just take a break. You can go up to your room and have a snack, whatever it is. It's, it's convenience to me. Yeah. um, Staying there. Yeah. Yeah, I've Um, tried before staying at another hotel that was really nearby and a, It's like a million degrees in Las Vegas in August. And so uh-huh. walking mm-hmm. 
to it's the pretty Rio much like the terrible. surface of a small sun. <clears throat> yeah, you've sweat you've sweat like your body weight by the time you've walked somewhere. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> and then and then you know parties and stuff going on at night. It was like if I want to run up to my room and you know change my clothes that I've been wearing for the last twelve hours, I have to. You know, it takes me. It takes you way longer to get anywhere in Vegas than you think. It I have will. to say, it's it's it really deceiving. By the way, it's it it's super. As a as a person who was a newbie last year, looking at all these options, I thought, oh no, it's fine. It's it should be fine. And if you look like on a map, it totally looks like the next one over is a stone's throw away. Mm-hmm. You should be mm-hmm. totally fine. You know what? It's not. It's far. It's, yeah, it's super deceiving. Yeah, like when you look at the strip, it's very deceiving because you think, oh, it's just two hotels away, just, but those yeah, hotels are the, the size of a small town themselves. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So you're like, oh, that's really far, actually. Right. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. okay, well, let's talk about alternate accommodations, though. Um, the closest hotel to the Rio is the Gold Coast, and a lot of people choose that option. I don't know off the top of my head how much the rooms cost, but they are less than the Rio. And I've heard it said that they're of comparable quality. Um, You will have to walk back and forth and you can walk mostly through like the parking garage and they have a crosswalk, but it will still take you about 20 minutes to walk and you will spend some of that time outside in the heat. It's literally, I'm not exaggerating when I say 115 degrees. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's if, the desert um, after all. If I yeah. if I can interject briefly, the uh, the parking lot at the Rio, it, I've never had trouble finding parking there. So if you have a car, it's much more manageable. But if you don't and you're walking, then yeah, that's going to be a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and again, you have nowhere to stash purchases or change costumes or change clothes for evening events or anything like that. But that is an option that a lot of people choose. And I've also heard that their buffet is affordable and really good and not as long of lines. So that's an option. The next closest hotel is the Palms. You will not be able to walk from the Palms. You'll need to take a cab or a ride share to and from every day. Um, It looks close, but it's not that close. Um, Another option, which I have used in the past, is um, if you have a timeshare, you can exchange for a week. Um, the advantage of that is you could probably get a fairly decent resort um, for an exchange fee, which is probably, I don't know, 120, 130 bucks. Um, the, you'll have a kitchen, so you can have breakfast in your, in your timeshare. You can pack lunches, whatever, and that can save you some money, but you'll still need to get to and fro. And I think the closest one is Polo Towers on the Strip. It's not easy to get anywhere from the Strip quickly um and this then there's um tahiti village i stayed there once it was six miles away i had to drive to and fro again if you're gonna party at night you can't drive so you're gonna need to be paying for transportation to and from and travel Mm -hmm. time could take you 30 to 40 minutes each way even if you're only six miles away Right, because it's a busy, it's a whole super busy touristy area, so you're not going anywhere fast. Right. Right. Now, back in the old days when the convention was at the Hilton, Polo Towers was a good option for us because um, my my friend and I shared the timeshare at Polo Towers, which was right next to the monorail, and we would hop on the monorail, get like a weekly pass, and the monorail lets you off right there at the Hilton. So that would have been nice. It was pretty convenient. And it saved us a lot of money, but I wouldn't do it for the real. But some people do. Some people I know have stayed at um, a Best Western. It's kind of on the other side of the strip. Um, again, you have you have to travel to and from each day. So that's just your preference. Um, 
I I go for the convenience. I like staying at the Rio and I have found ways to save money staying at the Rio. Um, there's also, of course, you can have roommates. You can have four people in a room if you don't mind sharing a bed. Um, and if you're going to stay somewhere besides the Rio, ask the question, is Wi-Fi included? Is there a resort fee? Because you want to compare apples to apples and you don't want to say, oh, I got this room for 50 bucks a night instead of 70. And then when you get there, they're going to charge you another 20 bucks for your Wi-Fi and they're going to charge you for parking or whatever it is. Mm. So make yeah, sure that uh, par- parking yeah. at the Rio is free, by the way. Which is one of the few left that still do that, right? Yeah, um, most yeah. of the hotels on the Strip charge for parking, but I did hear, um, hmm, forgot which one. One of them has decided that they're not going to do that anymore because they felt that they were losing a lot of local business. Mm-hmm. And they realized that charging for parking was, was hurting them. Ve- Ve- so, Vegas is kind of the king of like local discrimination, though. I mean, if you're a local, you can get discounts on just about everything. They, but they're right, really right. good at gouging Locals tourists. get everything. Yeah, Yeah, you can, but then if they're going to charge you to park, you're going to go elsewhere, right? So yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, just so so that's a lot of options for the hotel thing for the hotel option. But if you are going to stay at the Rio, I think the key is, as you mentioned earlier, Christine, is to go through Creations website, not directly to the Rio's website. Okay, so there's two choices there too. Um, If you use Creation, you go to Creations website and get the discount code and book with that and that should get you a really good price and a discount on your resort fee um the other option is um and i recommend this for everyone even if you're not going to stay at the rio get a total rewards card as soon as you get there go to the casino there's a total rewards desk and get your card and basically this little card that you have you show it whenever you dine in the restaurant or shop at the gift shop or book a hotel or go to any Caesars property. So that's, you know, Caesars Palace, um, Flamingo, uh, the Link, um, Hard Rock, not not Hard Rock, uh, Planet Hollywood. What is that one called? Is that Planet Hollywood? Yeah. Um, yeah all of uh, the um, Harrah's, all those are Caesars properties. So you can use the same card at all of them. And what that card does for you is it helps you earn points whenever you purchase anything, show tickets, restaurants, spa, gift shops, whenever you're using slot machines, gambling, um, you can earn points. And those points can be used for discounts toward paying for your room next year or um, other perks. A lot of times if you call the Total Rewards Center and give them your Total Rewards card number to book your room, you may find an even better rate. So it's worth asking. Um, Or if you're going to visit Las Vegas or any Caesars properties like in Tahoe or Southern California, you've got the card and you get a discounted rate. And you're also earning points. So what happens is... um, you know, e- even if you're not staying at the Rio, get the card because you just might have a meal there or throw some money in a slot machine and you're going to earn points. And when you go back, you you know, you'll have points to spend. Um, right. Another way to earn a lot of points, and this is how I save a bunch of money on my room, is I use the Total Rewards Visa card. And it's it's a Visa card that is attached to your Total Rewards card. And for every purchase you make, you earn points and there's no annual fee. And I pay it off every month, so I'm not wasting money on interest. But, you know, you can get really creative with it. You could put all your recurring bills on there, your electric bill or every time you buy gas or, or your 
water bill, whatever, things you're going to pay off every month anyway, but you're going to earn points because you put it on that card. And when you have that card, you automatically earn platinum status and you're eligible for um, the VIP card. The VIP card is really nice because it gives you cuts in line at the restaurants and the taxi stands. Which is so That's That's so cool. Yeah, it helps so much. Because during the convention, you know, at the end of the day, when some big panel lets out, everyone goes to the like two restaurants in the Rio and they get slammed. There's just not a lot of restaurant choices at the Rio. Unfortunately, there were more several years ago when we first moved the convention over there and a bunch of them closed. And so there really are long lines to eat. And so um, having that VIP card is a a big time saver. You'll get your group uh, to their table quicker. So anyway, for just to give an example, um, I stayed eight nights at the Rio last year. And because I had earned points the whole previous 12 months with my total rewards credit card, my entire bill for eight nights at the Rio was $200. Whoa. That's awesome. Boom, baby. That was was huge. So that's how I'm able to stay at the Rio and stay extra days. Mm. Incredible. So that's something to consider. Of course, you're not going to be able to use that for this year. You don't have time to earn points. But if you're someone who wants to come back to the convention year after year, that is a great way to save a lot of money. It sounds like even Mm -hmm. if you just wanted to come say you're like, I can't make it this year, but maybe 2019, you start now. Maybe could you you think you could build up that many points to your get po- a good deal? Um, you could, but I think your points will expire after eighteen months. You'll have to check their website. So I would go to Total Rewards website and and look at all the read the fine print on all the rules and decide if it's right for you. I don't want to encourage people to get another credit card on top of what they already have. I want it to mm-hmm. be right for you. But I'm telling you that for me, that's my main credit card. I put whatever I can on there. I do pay it off every month so that I'm not um, accumulating debt and paying interest, but Mm -hmm. I'm getting a lot of points and paying for my room at the Rio. That's my main goal of having that card. Nice. Mm -hmm. So even if you don't get the credit card, get the total rewards card. And that's free, right? That's totally free. And you use it, you show it to the waitress whenever you order a meal. You, yeah, if you're going to book a room, you give them that number and you earn points. So you can still get a discount that way, just maybe not as nice of a discount. It's gonna, Yeah, it's going to take you a lot longer to earn the points. But okay. if you live somewhere where there's any kind of Caesars property, like I said, you can use it at, at any Caesars property. Cool. Mm. Not just at the real. Cool. All right, so we, now we're in Vegas. We've gotten there. We've either we drove, we, fl- we flew, we swam, whatever, and we're staying at the Rio. We've got our room booked. We've got to get into the convention. Right. And, and there's now a ton you have of, more choices. And there's a ton of confusing options. Yeah. So what's the there deal is, there? How there much is, is this going to cost us? Okay. So um, the most expensive option is going to be getting the gold weekend pass. Um, the gold weekend pass um, gives you a reserve seat toward the front of the room every day of the convention. That's your seat. You're assigned that seat. Nobody else can sit in it. Um, you're going to get about a dozen autographs included. You're going to get front of line preference for if you purchase any other autographs. You're going to get a special dinner on Saturday night at the um, Voodoo Lounge and they have entertainment. And I think this year the entertainment is Joe Piscopo. 
What? Other, yeah. <laughs> Are you not, wait, wait, Johnny Dangerously's Joe Piscopo? <laughs> yeah. That's right. The one yeah. and only. Yeah. Yeah. Um, first time at, a, at an STLV for him, I think, too. So, hmm. Um, other years, it's been like Tim Russ's band or Gary Graham's band. They have some sort of entertainment for you at the dinner. And I've heard the food's really great. I've also heard that there's not enough seats for everyone who's up there. So get there early. Um, you get 13. I'm sorry. I said 12. It's 13 celebrity autographs. The Saturday night gala is included with your ticket and you have your same seat. There's um, a limited edition collector's coin, a treat card where you um, can go around to the vendor's room to different vendors who participate and get some bonus gift or something. Some freebie thing. Yeah. Uh, there's pre-registration. You're the first ones to get your pre-registration the day before the convention. Um, uh, and pretty much everything else, you know, just, just admission to everything. Um, so this is that, like, but this is like the, the wine and dine go all out package. This, right? is, this is like the, what? Cream of the crop, and that'll cost yeah. you. They're sold out this year. They're, they've taken them off the website, but they were going for nine hundred and eighty-nine dollars. Wow! Yeah, a, th- a cool yeah, thousand dollars. That's the high roller. That that's the is, high roller yeah. and Such but time. now let me also say, these people who buy these gold tickets, they can renew them at the end of the convention for the following year, and they keep their seats like. I don't know if they're able to will them to their heirs or whatever. (laughs) It's like deeded property. And they come back every year and sit in those gold seats. And it is totally worth it to them. that They're up Mm -hmm. there in the front. They love to be in the front for all the panels. They love to go to their party. But wow, I can't afford that. I I cannot afford that. Um, The next ticket below that is the captain's chair, which is $869. They still have some of those available, I think. You pretty much get the same thing except for none of the autographs. You get a party on Friday night at the Voodoo Lounge. You get to go to the Saturday night gala. Um, You get the collector's coin and the treat card for the vendor's room. Pre-registration is after the gold people. I don't think, oh, the other thing gold people get is um, uh, first in line for other autographs. I don't think Captain's gets that. But that's still $869. You do get a seat assigned to you that you can go back to every day of the convention. It's behind the gold people, but they're still really good seats. Um, And again, I can't afford that. Yeah. Um, the next level after that is Copper Weekend. Um, that's four hundred and sixty nine dollars. Um, still expensive, but like half the cost of the yeah. right. Mm-hmm. And Way so more possible. Yeah. The difference there is you still get a reserved seat. It's not going to be way up in front, but you get a reserved seat. Uh, when you place your order, you look at a floor plan chart and you can choose which seat you want. Um, but I think that they're mostly like to the sides of the gold and captain's people. They're not right up front. Um, you get a, a collector's coin, you get pre-registration uh, and you get the Saturday night gala. You don't get, um, you don't get the party, the dinner party, mm. and you don't get to um, be first in line for autographs. You don't get any 13 free autographs and your seat is not, again, your seat is not way up in front. 
So that's $469. Hey, guess what? I can't afford that one either. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Let's keep going yeah. down. How, much, how low can we go? Let's keep going, yeah. The one I usually get is the general admission weekend. Um, the price has gone up a bit. It's $305 on the website right now, and they're calling that the super early bird price still. <laughs> and we're about a month away, hmm. so... <laughs> That's telling me that they're not selling out this year. That's all that's telling me. Um, yeah. Now, with this ticket, you don't get a seat. You don't get a reserved seat. Your general admission. Um, but you go to pre-registration the night before. You're the last ones to get your pre-registration. So it's like 9 p.m. And you can get into any part of the convention, the secondary theater, the main theater, the vendor's hall, anything, the karaoke um, but you don't have a reserved seat. So you're going to be sitting in the back of the room, which sounds horrible, but um, unless it's your first time there, it's not really horrible. There's big screens halfway back in the ballroom uh, where they're, they're, video, uh, they're videoing the panels that are going on. So you can see everything. And if you really are stressing about it, pack a pair of binoculars, I guess. Um, I like being able to just come and go anyway. And sitting mm. with different people every day. So I don't really worry about not having a reserved seat. Plus, I've seen probably almost everyone that there is to see at the panel. So I'm not that stressed <laughs> about it. Um, well, the other thing, too, that's worth mentioning is that creation guarantees that if you have a ticket, you'll get into the main ballroom for any You have a seat. Right. Yeah, you, you have you a don't seat. Have, yeah, if you're general admission, you don't have a reserve seat, but you will find a seat. They yeah. have they don't sell more tickets than they have chairs. Which is That's a right. Big this isn't deal. one of those. Yeah, it's a big deal cuz it's not one of those other conventions where you're crammed in on the side walls. Yes. Yeah, you have a big to line deal. up and all this stuff. Yeah. No, I you, went to that yeah, Stewart, I went to that 50th Stewart. anniversary convention in New York, that Mission New York, and we got locked out. Yeah, Remember yeah. guys? We got locked yep. out. Um of the main hall and Comic-Con people are literally catheterizing themselves and sleeping on the street. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> serious? To get into hall eight. Yeah, no, it's serious. That's crazy. Yeah. So they're probably lined up right now. So for $305, <laughs> I know a lot of people are gasping and saying that's a lot of money, but this is five days, five days. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. like I said, activities start at about 10 in the morning and they go on until the evening and even after the panels are finished in the nighttime, there's costume contests, there's karaoke, there's parties, there's stuff going on near, you know, until yeah. the wee hours. There's lots of unofficial stuff that goes way the, later. And there are hang, also hang official out. things, too, like the karaoke party. And there are three stages. There's the main ballroom where they have big panels. There's the secondary theater where they have a lot of really interesting panels. And then they have the... What, is it the CBS theater now? It used to be the Roddenberry. They've added a third yeah. where they have some smaller like podcaster panels and trivia and things like that. There's Quark's bar. There's, um, you know, the vendors. I mean, this is five whole days. And if you go to one show on the strip, you go to see O at the Bellagio. It's a two hour show. You're going to pay 200 bucks. Right. So this actually is quite a good deal, really. I really think yeah. it is. Well, I, mean, I, I, I think I like to always point out, because I know my friends that, that are going to this for the first time always get confused. It's called a weekend pass because the con yeah. used to be over a weekend. It's mm -hmm. five days now. So the weekend pass does cover all five days. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of it strangely does. misnamed. It's now. for yeah. the entire 
the entire convention. Now, yeah. there are cheaper tickets. Let's say you can't go for the whole five days. You can buy single-day tickets. And the single-day tickets are... Um, Wednesday, Thursday, Wednesdays are only 50, but I think they don't, they kind of start later on Wednesday. Thursday and Friday are 55, Saturday 75, and Sunday 65. That's for one day. And that's, you get there first thing in the morning, you stay until the evening. Um, the nighttime stuff, like the karaoke party, as long as you have a ticket, it doesn't matter which ticket, you can go to it. So if you can only, if you can only go for a day or two, you can do that. Um, you don't have to buy the whole convention. I go to other conventions like Gallifrey one, the, the doctor who convention in LA, there's no option to just go on Friday or Saturday. You have to hmm. buy the whole shebang, whether or oh, not. Interesting. Yeah. They uh, don't sell single day tickets. It's hmm. unusual. So, so you can buy that. You can, they also have a preferred single day. I think where you can get a, uh, a reserved seat just for one day. Um, that might be the prices already quoted. Um, and then I would th- I would think that because this year doesn't seem to be near selling out, that if you wanted to wait until a couple of weeks, two, three weeks before the convention, there will probably be either a Groupon or a Gold Star deal where you could save 40% on your ticket. Oh, that's a really good point. Yeah. Um, they didn't do that two years ago because it was the 50th and they sold out. But last year they didn't sell out, and this year they're not going to no, sell they out. Definitely did not. So if you are thinking about just going general admission, you could hold out and wait. I don't think that you're going to get shut out of the convention if you wait for a gold star or a Groupon this year. Um, and like I said, those are probably about forty percent savings. The only difference is if you're going to buy one for every day of the convention, you can't show up on Wednesday with all five of your Groupon vouchers and, and register for the whole thing, you have to line up every morning and register each day separately. They won't do them all at once. It's a little bit of an inconvenience, but if you're going to save 40%, yeah, as well go for it, right? So that is a huge way to save money on your tickets. So again, if you're just getting general admission, you're not really missing anything. You're going to see everything. You're going to see every panel you want to see because you're, you're guaranteed to get into the room. There's three stages that you have access to. The vendor's room, the karaoke, the corks bar, um, the exhibit. Uh, I don't. It's probably going to be the same thing that they have at Comic-Con this year, I'm guessing. Yeah, that's, what, that's universe what we were stuff. Uh, guessing at, too. Or maybe yeah. they'll have Deep Space Nine stuff. I don't know. Because it's the 25th of Deep Space Nine. Last year, they had TNG stuff, right? Yep. They did. Yep. You're right. Yeah, so maybe yeah. we'll get both yes, of those. Yes, they had both. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So um, all the, you're still going to have access to all those things, whether you get a Groupon or a general admission weekend. You're still going to get access to all those things. You're just not going to get the free autographs, the party, whatever. You can add those things on. If you mm. want to spend the money on it, um, you can buy a ticket to that dinner. I don't recommend it. Um, <laughs> if if you have a gold or a captain's ticket, by all means, go have a good time. But I don't think I'd pay the I think it's one hundred dollars extra to go eat dinner up there. I would take that hundred dollars and go have a nice dinner somewhere else with a bottle of wine and not see Joe Piscopo. <laughs> or i'd use that hundred dollars to buy something nice in the vendor's room or yeah yeah or go to a show yeah it's i I think i think it's way more important to like hang out hang out with your fellow trekkies and do stuff rather than you know 
Yeah. And then again, state, that's your personal preference, but, but we're talking yeah, about of budget yeah. here. Of course. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's exactly. that's the breakdown on the ticket. So if we're going to do this the Starfleet Mom cheap way, I say hold out for the Groupon or get the general admission weekend. Nice. That, and yeah. so the general admission right. weekend is like 300 bucks, And if you can save 40% on that, you're looking at, what, 100 and. 180 something 175 yeah and you're like gonna that. have to register every morning yeah so so the cheapest way a little bit of inconvenience cheapest way so far to do this in terms of like the hotel is get that get that hotel rate like you were saying so there's your like whatever 500 dollars um unless you are christine and you can get everything for 200 dollars <laughs> somewhere in that range um, and you, then that could be your goal for next year if you get the credit card. Yeah. There you go. We should have a contest like who can get the lowest Who can bill? get the cheapest <laughs> room? <laughs> Christine would win every year, though. I don't know. She's disciplined. Okay, so then um, extras, uh, autographs and photo ops. I got to say this about autographs and photo ops. If, whether you buy your autograph or your photo op ticket on the website or at the convention... They're the same price, except for one big difference. If you buy it on the website, Creation charges you a handling fee, yes. which is so annoying because they don't wow. handle anything. No, they send you an email with a barcode yeah. on it. And you turn that email, you print that out at home and turn it in for your autograph ticket when you get there. So if you want to save money, but you really want to get an autograph with Susie Plaxton or whoever it is, then you buy your ticket when you get there. Now, if it's someone that you think, oh, my gosh, Patrick Stewart's going to be there or someone you think, you know, um, uh, what's his name? Captain Lorca. Jason, <laughs> Jason, Isaacs. Jason Isaacs. Jason Isaacs. You want his autograph or you want his photo? He's probably going to sell out because he's mm -hmm. a huge name and he has not been to 57 Star Trek conventions mm -hmm. like George mm -hmm. Takai has. Right. So you right. need to buy that one and bite the bullet and pay the service charge if you really want that autograph ticket. And then as far as autograph and photo ops go, the prices are all over the place. If you just um, walk up to someone who has a table in the vendor's room, you might pay them 20 bucks. Um, William Shatner, you're probably going to pay over 100 Jason Isaacs yeah. looks like it's $80. Yeah. Yeah. There are no, none of the autographs or, or personal appearance kind of pictures, whatever things are sold out. None of them. At this point. Okay. At this point. Yeah. So, well, yeah. like I said, if it's somebody that, like, if you're going to cry because you didn't get Jason Isaacs and you want to really guarantee that you get it, go ahead and buy it online. Because if you're going to save, what is the service it's, charge It's uh, $8.50. I'm just looking at it now. It went up a buck. So, yeah. if, if you're going to, if $8.50 is going to stop you from crying and having a regret because you didn't get Jason Isaacs' photo op and it was your only chance to ever go and see him at a convention, then pay the eight dollars and fifty cents extra but if it's someone who is pretty regular at the conventions they're not going to sell out i would say wait until you get there because they're they don't charge you eight dollars and fifty cents on your whole order they charge you per each one per. what Jeez. wow yeah. so if you buy five autograph tickets wow. you pay 850 times five that's yes. crazy yeah, wow. that's why I say wait till you get there and on the very first day, just line up at Creation's table and buy your autograph tickets. Mm. The other thing that we didn't know, when I went to my first convention, which was um, the 40th anniversary, 
in 2006. What we, what Melissa and I didn't know was that for each, we, we went all out and we bought the gold weekend pass. It was a lot cheaper way back then. Um, and it came with 13 autographs. And what we didn't know was you have to give them something to sign. We right. were picturing like Galaxy oh. Quest. They got the stack of eight by ten glossies on the table, and they're just signing them next, next, right? No, you no, had no. to provide them something to sign. <laughs> no. And so we were in the gift shop at the promenade at the Hilton, like buying postcards. <laughs> you could buy you could buy eight by ten glossies from Creation for like ten bucks a piece or whatever. But some of the people's autographs that were included that year were like, "Who's this?" <laughs> <laughs> like I literally I had oh, geez. I had my um Star Trek encyclopedia with me and I had one of the actors I'm not going to say who it is cuz that might be somebody's favorite actor but I had him sign his his little blurb in the Star Trek encyclopedia. Wow, that's pretty there you cool. Go. Yeah. That's a good yeah, idea. Yeah, I like that actually. So, you get a bunch of them in there. So just know that if you're going to get an autograph um, you do need to give them something to sign. And I've had all <laughs> kinds of things signed. I've had books signed. I've had uh, my Trouble with Tribbles Hallmark ornament signed by William Shatner. If you get a photo op, you can get an autograph at a, at a later time. They can sign your picture, whatever. So that's just something I, good, I had yeah, to throw out there. Tip. Because cause otherwise you're going to show up there and you're going to have these autographs and you're going to be like, oh, crap. Now I have to pay 10 bucks a piece for pictures on top of that that you didn't budget for so right. that they could sign them. Okay. Um, and so now let's talk about your room. Like what happens in your room? What are your daily necessities? Well, wait, wait. Whoa, that might be wait, too wait, private. Wait, wait. Whoa, no, what's money. going on We're in your room? We're talking about money. We're just talking about money. Okay. Well, still, oh, I think no, certain no, things are legal in money in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, hey. <laughs> okay. You need to eat. Yes. Right? Um, if possible, try to plan your travel so you arrive either the day before the convention actually starts or very early in the morning so that you could shop, pack, and socialize that night. So if you drive to the convention, you could pretty much bring anything you want with you. I've been known to have 13 items checked with the bellman because <laughs> I pretty much bring all the comforts of home. But even if you don't drive... You can carpool with a friend. You could take a lift or a taxi. There's a Target two miles away. Go to Target. Buy food for your room. Mm -hmm. Buy, there's a mini fridge in your room, which um, hot tip I heard in one of the Facebook groups that next year they're taking our refrigerators away. No, seriously. So wow. Are you serious? Mm -hmm. So then we're going to have to bring coolers, right? Jeez. But, That's actually um, a big, really big annoyance because this is one of these tips that like, you gave me, Christine, I think years ago and... Um, I know my, my parents-in-law do this too, and they just bring a ton of food. And I was always just like, whatever, I'll just buy things on the fly. But it's so much nicer when you're running around, you don't have time to stop or wait in the you know, hour-long line. Yeah, like, not only are the prices high, but the lines are yeah. long, right? Yeah, so yeah. it's like go up to the room and make a sandwich. It's so nice. Right. Mm. So I, or, or I think even after they leftover. take the fridges away, you may be able to reserve one, but they're going to probably charge you for it. Jeez. So anyway, at least this year, there are refrigerators in the room, as far as I know. So you can grab sandwich fixings, granola bars, cereal and milk, fruit, you know, whatever it is you like. Put some food in your room. So when you get up in the morning, you can have some breakfast without having to go and pay $20 mm -hmm. yeah. for some greasy eggs in a portion that's too big for you and stand in line for 40 minutes to get them. Just 
have some things in your room. Like if you want to take a break in the afternoon and go to your room and make a sandwich or you want to have some trail mix or granola bars in your tote bag, whatever it is, it's going to save you money. It's going to save you time. Pack or, or buy a lidded cup. And I am stressing this above all else. You need a cup with a lid. Never, ever leave your drink unattended in Las Vegas. I actually was roofied one year. And what? I know several other people who were. And this is a very serious, serious issue. So bring a cup with a lid. Good tip. Got it? Gotta stay safe. Good tip. So yep. if you want liquor, you can buy t- some at Target, although their selections are limited. Or a couple miles in the opposite direction from the Rio is Lee's Discount Liquor, which is like Costco for booze. <laughs> it's huge. Great. And so you could stock up there if you're not driving in and bring in your own, buy whatever it is you like and put it in a cup with a lid when you go downstairs. Another thing you can buy at Target is um, coffee fixings. Even if you are flying in, I do have a friend, Jocelyn, who flies in from Canada. I take her to Target on Tuesday. She buys a $15 coffee maker at Target and some coffee. How much will it cost you to go to Starbucks five mornings in a row? Mm. More than $15? Not only the cost, but you could easily be standing online for 20 to 30 minutes just to get it. At least. There are two Starbucks and they will be packed every morning with a lot of lines. Every morning. Packed, packed, I would say that if you had a $15 coffee maker in your room, not only will you save a lot of money, but you'll probably save at least five hours of your life. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. seriously. (laughs) Plus, you don't even have to put on underwear to make coffee in your room. (laughs) Excellent point. Right? There you go. Now, I... um, I drive in, so I bring a little electric kettle that I can boil water with, and I bring a French press and some coffee. Um, I can also use that electric kettle to make, um, you know, I, I bring those little oatmeal packets for breakfast, or you could make tea, whatever it is that you need hot water for. Um, cup of soup, whatever it is you like, you know, think dorm food, right? Yep. Um, and I also bring a Brita water pitcher because... Um, I like my water to be filtered. I used to bring gallon jugs of water, but so much stuff to carry to my room. So I finally (laughs) realized, hey, duh, you could buy a filtered water pitcher. So um, again, if you're driving, this isn't going to work if you're flying, but if you're driving, I also recommend bringing a vaporizer for your room. And I know it sounds dumb, but people who are not familiar with Las Vegas don't realize how dry it is there. The, the humidity is about 10 percent. Yeah. It's and the desert after all. It it's is very the desert. Low. Plus, yeah. you're in a 24 hour air conditioned building, yep. plus yep. all of the cigarette smoke downstairs. Mm-hmm. And in the while Rio, the con- yep. there's a lot of cigarette smoke. Yeah. And while the convention center itself doesn't allow smoking, you have to walk through smoky areas to get to and from the convention center. So I found a few years ago, I started packing a vaporizer with a little bit of um, eucalyptus oil that I put in the water at night and sleep with that. And my hoarseness is better. My, I don't wake up with a stuffy nose. It's, it's just a lot better. So if you drive in, that's nice. just a little tip to help you feel better and maybe not get so sickly. So that's my tips for feeding yourself in the room. Just 
go to go to Target or go to Lee's Discount Liquor or go to Trader Joe's or wherever it is you like to go. I, I think Target's the closest place that has the most like general stuff. Everybody's mm-hmm. going to forget to pack something. They got toothpaste there, right? So go to Target and buy some things for your room. Save the money and save all that time standing in line to get overpriced food or coffee. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I definitely have to bring a coffee machine this year. I have to do something. Yeah. It's, it's just <laughs> yeah. ridiculous. I remember you, Brian, like going crazy last year trying to get Brian, your coffee. Brian, do you fly or drive from Sacramento? I fly. Okay. Oh, I fly. Okay. No way in hell I'm driving all the way from the northern part of California yeah. all the way and down. I'm not, and I'm, not, I'm definitely not fly, driving from New York. So. Yeah. No, yeah. No, 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 no. But, again, you can take a lift for pretty cheap. It's only two miles to Target or... You know, mm-hmm. depend, I'm, I don't remember what day everybody's getting in, but I'll have a car. So I usually take um, my friends one on the first day on Tuesday. If anybody's there, I'll take them to Target. Um, so my general rule of thumb for flying is if I live under six, if it's under six hours to drive somewhere, I'll drive. If it takes more than six hours to drive there, I'll fly. Yeah. So yeah. I drive like I drive to Phoenix, but. I would fly to Albuquerque, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you're driving, you could pack all the amenities of home, all the costumes you want, all those shoes and boots that go with your costumes, anything like that. There's no charging for parking. Um, I do mm. use the valet. It's free, but I tip the guy. But um, mm-hmm. it's really convenient just to pull up there and have him unload my 13 bags of crap and check it for me yeah. <laughs> and then take my car away. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's something you have to put in your budget, too, is uh, you need to uh, maybe tip the sky cap if you're flying or the valet if you're driving or the bellhop. Um, the maids, you should tip your maids every night Yep. Um, because they are cleaning up after you. So what's a good, what's a, you know, as a millennial, what's a good tip for a maid service at a hotel? Like what is <laughs> actually expected? Gosh. I'm probably a cheap tipper to my maids. I'll probably leave um, 5 to $10, depending on what kind of service they gave me. Mm-hmm. But that's yep. per night. And a lot of people wait until they check out and leave 20 or 30 bucks on the desk. But you may have a different maid every day because of Every schedule. day, yep. Um, maybe you had the same maid two days in a row and then it was her day off. So I think it's a good idea to leave 5 or 10 bucks on the desk every, ni- every day when you leave your room. Mm-hmm. So that um, you're sure that the girl who cleaned your room actually gets the money. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then the last thing, probably the second most expensive thing other than the room or depending where you're flying from is flying. So my tips for flying are airfare is usually cheaper on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. So when, when you're shopping for your ticket, do it on a Tuesday or Wednesday. The best prices could typically be found 30 to 45 days before your travel if it's domestic or 60 to 80 days out for international. You got to pack smart because almost all airlines charge for checked bags now. I know Southwest gives you your bag for free, um, but you have to keep them under the weight limit. It's 45 or 50 pounds, depending on your airline. And they even if they give you the first bag free, they'll charge you for a second one. And so... I don't know how cosplayers do it. They must pay because half of what I pack is shoes. Yeah. For cosplay, you know, like each costume has different boots, right? 
um, and wigs. I pack wigs and the heads to store my wigs on. So you got to pack smart, um, pack snacks in your carry on airport. Food is really expensive and it's not very healthy. Get a water bottle with a built in filter and bring it to the airport empty because if you try to bring a water bottle through security, they'll make you dump it. Once you get past security, you can fill it at a drinking fountain because water bottles are four or five bucks each. And, um, I don't know. I don't have a lot of really good tips for saving money on flying because I don't fly much and I hate it, <laughs> but that's what I could think up. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's hard to come up with a, a big money saving thing. I think what, you hit the big ones, right? It would depends on the day that you book and how far in advance you book. Other than yeah. that, the price is what it is. Yeah. And you know, people who fly for business or who fly more often, they use their points. Um, I've never earned enough points to get a free ticket. I don't think, but you know, work your system. Um, I know how to save money once I'm at the con cause I drive in and I drive a Prius. So it's cheap to drive in. I bring, I bring more stuff than you can inventory. And, <laughs> and it saves me a ton of money. I mean, if you're, if you have a car, if you're driving in, bring whatever you want to make you comfortable. If you're flying in, you know, spend 10, 15 bucks on taking a lift and tipping your driver to go to target because you will not regret having those snacks in your room. You will not regret when, when you look at the people, when you walk down to the convention center the next morning and you see the line of 150 people at the, um, hash house of go, go, you're going to be like, wow, I'm glad I had oatmeal in my room. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or wow, I'm glad I bought that $15 coffee maker when you see the line at Starbucks yep. for those $6 coffees plus tip. Mm hmm. It really yeah. does get great. I can't, I think this, you've hit this quite a bit, and I just agree so much that um, it's the time you save that's yes. so valuable to me. I mean, the money thing too, obviously, but you know. If you're not good at budgeting like me, then just kind of doing things on the fly, that's that forces me to plan ahead because I don't want to spend an hour waiting in line for a coffee. Yeah. Yep. And the con has grown so much since I started going to it that there's so much going on at once. You don't want to take time out to go and spend an hour and a half to eat lunch. Exactly. Or, or to get a coffee because you stayed out all night and you're really tired because there's three different stages now. Plus the vendors room. There's so much going mm. on. We're running to and fro. You don't want to miss things. Plus you have to catch up with all those people. I mean, after you've been to a couple conventions, you stop going there for the panels and you start going there for the reunion. Mm. Yeah. And you don't want to cut into that, you know? That's why I go yeah. every year. Yeah. Yep. Same. Same. I don't need to hear, yeah. you know, the same stories over and over. I mean, there are some things that I go to and I find really interesting, but a lot of it is reruns, you know? Mm -hmm. yep. um, the other thing that you can do to get ready, um, if, you're, if you know you're going to go next year, is start some sort of savings plan so you have spending money while you're at the con or so you have money to pay for your ticket. And you can do that. Um, you can, a lot of banks have like a summer saver, like a, like a, Christmas fund type thing where they take money out of your checking account every month and put it into a savings account for a year. And so when summer comes, there's some money that you've put aside or any kind of automatic withdrawal into your savings account that you can set up with your bank or your credit union. Um, there's a, an online service called digit that is basically an online savings that does the same thing. It, 
it's got some sort of weird algorithm. I don't know how it works, but it works for me. And um, it just takes a little bit of money every day out of your checking account and puts it in a savings. But it is accessible to you if you if you need some of that money back, you can put it back in your checking account. It takes like three days. So it's not, you know, it's not like you don't have access to it for a year. Mm. Um, start a coin jar. I know um, maybe you don't swear a lot like me, but maybe you have a problem <laughs> with Star Trek references. So every time you make one, put a quarter in the jar, whatever. <laughs> you're going to you're gonna coin jar yeah. Jared out of house and home. Yeah, there, Jared be in trouble. Yeah, every Trek anecdote is a quarter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know here where I live in Southern California, we have these big blue bins that we could put all of our recycling in and the trash man just takes it away. But instead of doing that, all of our uh, cans and plastic bottles that we come across, we save those and take them to the recycling center. So we get a few bucks. So you could do something like that. You could sell things you don't want anymore on Facebook, eBay, Listia, any of those things. Just get creative. If you want to be there, if you want, you'll make it work. I love that we've gotten to the we've gotten to the point in the podcast where we're like, all right, look, you want to come to the Star Trek convention? Maybe you got to sell it. Make it work. <laughs> hey, it worked for Shatner. No disclaimer. <laughs> don't do that, people. <laughs> These tips are not necessarily endorsed by the Shuttlepot Podcast. <laughs> Start selling stuff. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, I think that's all the tips I could think of. No, that's amazing. That's a lot of tips. That's awesome stuff, Christine. The main thing that's is, awesome. like, as soon as you get there, get your total rewards card. Um, if you think you want to go to the convention in 2019, look into that credit card. I don't, I don't want you to get it if you, if you have a problem with credit or whatever. But look into it and see if it might be for you. And go to Target. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, get food for your room. And that just makes the experience so much better. Having food in your room is key because you will get hangry. You will get hangry. You will. And when you buy that food, when you go to wherever it is you go to get some snacks, make sure you get some things that you can take downstairs to the convention center with you, like granola bars or something like that to tide you over. Because if you're in a panel and you start, your tummy's growling, you don't want to go you know, leave. It's, I mean, even though you're still at the, even if you're staying at the Rio and your room's right upstairs, it's still going to take you half an hour to walk all the way to your room, grab something and walk all the way back. Yeah. At least yeah, yeah, half yeah. an hour. Yeah. Which, which yeah. brings up a, something I wanted to mention is you really, this is sort of almost obvious, but just to, for any first timers, comfortable, good shoes that you can walk in. Amen. Are, are, are a mm-hmm. must. Amen. A must. Yeah. Yes. You're going to be doing a lot of standing and walking. A oh, lot. and you know what? If you're going to be in the um, ballroom for most of the day, if, you th- if you're a person who likes to sit at the panels, bring a sweater because sometimes the air conditioning is mm. really cold in there. Yeah, it's surprisingly yeah. cold in there. We're, we keep yeah. stressing that it's 115 degrees outside, but that doesn't mean that it's not 55 degrees inside. Right. <laughs> and when you're in the main ballroom and it's not packed... It can get really cold in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. surprisingly. So, yeah. yeah, so pack a sweater yeah. or a cute Star Trek hoodie. 
And if you're staying at the Rio, chances are you won't leave the Rio, possibly at all, the entire time you're there. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we true. leave like we usually leave once because we go have a dinner at some other place or something like that. But mm-hmm. other than that, yeah. you're just in the Rio. Or the like the fan sets party or something like that. Right. Yeah. Some of the yeah. parties that are outside right, the Rio. Right. Some of the offsite things. Right. Yeah. There's more and more offsites these days too. I the first convention that I went to at the Hilton. I didn't see the light of day for six days. Yeah, pretty much. And I just <laughs> lived and yeah. breathed Star Trek. And because it was at the Hilton with the Star Trek experience, you literally were living in Star Trek. It was so amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace, Star Trek the experience. I'm getting, yep. I'm getting teary-eyed. <laughs> it is a great time, though, even without the experience, which was seriously amazing but it's like christine was saying right it's it's a reunion with all of these people that you meet from all over the world um and everyone it's like you're you're instantly friends with everyone at the convention because you instantly have Mm -hmm. something in common with everyone and it's star trek and so you know you can just walk up and talk to anyone and you'll find yourself meeting people and learning new things and it's just a really fun time and i think it's fun in ways that you don't expect when you're going for the first time I agree. Yes, agreed. So that pretty much does it. I think those are all of Trek movies, Christine Rideout's patented tips for doing STLV (laughs) on a budget. Um, And definitely she is the expert and can tell you how to do it the right way. So we hope that some of these tips will be helpful for you if you want to come either this year or next year, anytime in the future. Um, And definitely come up and say hi to us if you see any of us there. It's a great time for us to be able to interact with people um, who, you know, listen to the podcast or, or, or read the website. Definitely. Oh, and if I might interrupt, we have a meetup. If you're there this oh, year, right. come and say that's hi right. to us. Yes, yes. Christine um, actually set this up for us as well. She's been spearheading that effort. Uh, we're very excited for it. Christine, what are the details of all that so people can um, find us? The, when you're at the Rio, when you go in the, the, the main entrance right there in front of you is a little bar called the I-Bar. And we're going to be hanging out there at 8 p.m. on Thursday night. Just come and say hi. I think Kayla's got some trivia questions and some giveaways yep. for you. Or else just um, I think we'll all probably wear our Trek movie shirts so yeah, you can identify we'll wear our us. Trek movie shirts. And just come and say hi and meet us and, you know. Give, give me a hug. I like hugs. <laughs> yeah, and I will. I have so many giveaways. So if you want cool Star Trek stuff, or if you just want to participate in some fun trivia, um, yep. I come on by. Yeah, I know the the people on this podcast in particular are pretty good at coming up with some tough trivia. So get ready for that. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Well, we hope to see you all in Vegas. Thank you again, Christine, for for joining us and sharing your tips with us. It was a pleasure having yes, you definitely. on. Yes, definitely. Thanks for having me. And we'll catch you guys next time. See you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye, everybody. Take care.